This episode is brought to you by The One Summit, two days that would change your life forever. For tickets, go to theonesummit.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind featuring Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicating and helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do. I am Lawrence Tam, co-founder of The Wellness Couch, and my champion mindset co-host, as always, Mr. MP Marcus Pierce. Lawrence Tam, great to hear your voice again. Uh, Loving some of the feedback that we're getting on Inside the Champion's Mind, our team. I love it. I love it. I love to hear it. The tribe is growing. There's a lot of passion and excitement amongst the tribe. Uh, Most recently... The well mum, Sarah Hausler, was interviewed on Everyday People. Um, if you go to changehealth.com.au, you can see the great uh, podcast there done by Brad and Claire. Brad Paul, uh, Brad Paul actually, who was featured on The Wellness Guys, wasn't he? He was. Um, on the one, was it the 100th episode? It was the very 100th episode on The Wellness Guys. He did a, such an amazing job uh, in his transformation in himself that uh, he was chosen as the winner. Um, listening to the wellness guys and uh, you know our show and was able to make some transformational stuff and now he's doing a podcast changing people's lives so it's really great to see the evolution of that over the last couple of days I mean yeah. last couple of years last couple of years so Brad and another wellness couch um, legend Claire Crew were interviewing uh, Sarah who is uh, known as the well mum and she they asked her what is your favorite podcast and she said well. I don't know if I can only choose one. Can I choose a group? And they said, she said, the wellness couch. And then she said, but if I did have to choose one, and listen to this, I'd have to choose inside the champion's mind. Good on you. Good on you. (laughs) So, um, but LT, as we were just talking about this, um, I was at, I was at, uh, recently I was at the world premiere. Have you ever been to a world premiere of a movie, LT? No, I'm not that special yet. I haven't oh, been invited. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, I should have invited you along then, even though you're on the other side of the country. But world premieres are cool events. It was fantastic. I went to the world premiere of a great film called Overfed and Undernourished um, by a fabulous chiropractor, Dr. Anthony Golay, and his wife, Kate. Um, and there's a couple of, couple of messages I want to get across here. Um, first of all, at the event was, uh, if you're Australian and you're listening to this and you're my age, 32 or, or older, you would know, uh, if you, if you like sport, that is, you would know the name Trevor Hendy. Trevor Hendy is a six time Australian Ironman champ. He would have been featured heavily on the Nutrigrain commercials in the past. Um, but I was amazed. I met Trevor, um, on the night. We did some work together. I emceed and Trevor did as well. And, um, we did some work together and I was asking him about what he does these days and he's all about empowering people, everyday people, but he also does a lot of work with sporting clubs and it really works on the evolution process with people. Trevor himself has evolved um, from a from an athlete to now being a life coach, a personal trainer, does a lot of um, corporate work as well. And even just talking about Brad Paul and uh, Claire and Sarah, I mean, think of the evolution of Brad Paul, LT, and I thought, let's dedicate this episode to just the evolution process because I'm thinking of you, LT, what you've done recently. I'm thinking of me, thinking of Brad Paul, thinking of Trevor Hendy. 
thinking of this young boy Liam in the overfed and undernourished uh, film. If you haven't heard of it or um, you want to watch it, go to overfedandundernourishedthemovie.com. Check it out. It's fantastic. But uh, this young boy was just, he was overfed and undernourished. He was fat. And they went through a process and you can see the results for yourself in the film. But there's evolution happening everywhere, Altine. It's a buzzword, but we've got to talk about this because you were a caterpillar now, a butterfly. Brad Paul, caterpillar now, a butterfly. Everyone's doing all this evolution. I think we really need to explore it. Oh, I don't know about a butterfly, but uh, thank you very much for that. A beautiful, uh, well-groomed, Mr. Perfect butterfly, mate. That's because they go, I'm under 32. I'm 18 years old, and uh, and uh, that's why I don't know who Trevor is. Not just joking. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, I, I think it's, you know, this concept of evolution and, uh, you know, we, we mentioned it in the beginning with, with Brad and hello, Brad, for listening. And uh, I know you, you're listening to this episode and, and you know, talk about the evolution of change. And, and, and this is the, the, the message I think we're trying to get across, you know, the message of, of that for us to become champions. And we use the word champion as a, you know, for anybody who wants to be better than you know better than their previous version of themselves and um you know it, it doesn't really matter what sarah puts out and on the pack on the podcast of, of um that they did with with um with brad and claire is that you know it could be a mom it could be anybody it doesn't really matter our, our goal here is not just to work with athletes you know my like really i want to work with people who just want to, to take it to the next level but what that does though is that when you take yourself to the next level you are actually making an impact to the world. And what I mean by that, it's almost like this analogy, and we've heard this analogy many times, and it's one of the most famous pictures that we've probably ever seen. It's like a drop, a rock dropping into a pond, right? And we know that the effect of that rock putting into a pond is not just just the causing the just the one ripple, it's causing the ripple effect of all the shores of where that you know, that rock actually falls into, whether it be in a lake or an ocean and it causing that ripple effects. And so when you change as a person and you grow, whether how small or how large or whatever that transformation is, you grow to that next level. But because you made an impact, you cause a ripple and that ripple effect now gets passed on to someone else because you now, because of what you've done, you have influenced someone else in this world in a better way. And, you know, if we look at this as a, as a big scale, I believe if we we're to help change the world, it's not about changing the world. It's about changing you first. Because when you start to change yourself, that in itself will cause the ripple effect for the people around you. And those people will elevate or some of them will elevate to the next level. And all of a sudden they have their own ripple effect. And I did this at the Wellness Summit. If you haven't seen the video that I, uh, when I did this on a diagram, this model that I drew, um, go to the wellnesscouch.com, sign up for the free video to become a member, and you get to see the whole talk that I did. I think it was 45 minutes or an hour. I have no idea. But I drew this diagram, and I said that if you want to make an impact to the community, you need to learn to lead yourself first. If you don't learn to lead yourself, how are you able to learn to lead anybody else? And start to lead yourself, then you learn to lead someone else, and then you have a choice to lead your family, and you have a choice then to lead a community, then you have a choice to lead a city and you know state, country, the world. And but when you start to make an impact and follow your path, you're able to cause someone else to have another ripple effect, and that ripple effect is going to go beyond what you what your original 
ripple effect started. All right, LT. There's people listening right now. Some are going, oh, gotcha. I love it. I'm in it. That's so awesome. I love that gold. There's other people listening going, but that just feels so hard. Now, I'm thinking, LT, in, in, to use my my caterpillar alter, uh, butterfly analogy, some people feel like they've just been born as a caterpillar and there's a long way to go before they even enter the chrysalis to become the butterfly, right? Some people feel like they're literally just about to burst out of the chrysalis and they're absolutely raring to go. And other people feel like they're a butterfly, so they're in new wings and they've got this new body and there's a lot of uncertainty and they're making lots of mistakes, but they're having fun, they're having lots of wins, lots of losses. So do you want to maybe just go through the the process or the timeline of this evolutionary change? Because um, a lot of people would be saying it's much easier said than done, but at the same time, we all do it, you know, one way or another. So why don't we discuss just how it all unfolds? Well, I think it's about, you know, deciding whether it's going to be hard or easy. Like, it, it's not, doesn't have to be hard. Like, to me, it's evolution is continual. It, it's continual. So, which means it's not just one thing that you do. It's a continual evolution that you constantly do. And so, um, you Can know. Can I pull you up, though? Can I pull you up? Yeah. When you decided to leave practice to become a coach, mm-hmm. um, do you reflect on it and say it was easy or do you reflect on it and say it was hard because sometimes people say look you know if you had to tell me that i would have to go and do this and that and this and that and this and that i probably wouldn't have done it but making that one decision that i was going to do it means that when all of the other stuff comes up well if you're if you're fully committed to the decision then you deal with all of the stuff Oh, it was hard. Like, really it's, they don't they don't fully commit. So when something comes up, they go, "Oh well, that must be a sign that I shouldn't be doing this, or that must be a sign that this isn't for me." Um, but no doubt, you know, if you make the decision that you're going to do something, if you're fully committed to it, you deal with the pain that's going to come. No, that 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 decision was hard. It was one of the hardest things I had to do. And I'm still sort of, you know, if you want to call a consequence, I probably wouldn't call a consequence. I'm probably still, you know, dealing with the lessons that I'm learning from it, you know, because it's still, you know, still within my mind. It's only fresh of like, you know, three months or something. Yeah. And, and in, in the lessons that, that are learned from not being in practice is still, is still constantly evolving. So the challenges that I'm experiencing in the last three months did not occur. It was not even in my scope until... I even thought about leaving practice. Yes. Right. So it's like this analogy of, you know, you have a choice between going down, you making a left turn on the street or you can go straight. It doesn't matter. You don't know what the, what the, what each street will bring to you, but you decide. So just say you turn left and also you turn left. And then all of a sudden after one or two blocks, there's a construction zone. And then now you're delayed in a traffic uh, and traffic and you're stuck in traffic. Well, you didn't know at the time at that corner whether or not there was any construction whatsoever. And you would not have known if you decided to go straight. You yeah. only, it only came up once you made a decision. And so what I'm suggesting to you that possibly, even if you did go, if, you might curse yourself and say, oh, I, I wish I'd gone, gone straight. Well, what if I told you that, you know, if you had an alternate universe that you went straight, you actually, you know, got into an accident. Yeah. Then you're going to question, second guess yourself and go, I wish I could turn left. Well, how do you know? You don't know what's good or bad. You just yeah. need to make decisions. And then all of a sudden, until you make the decisions, those obstacles in the way will not show up until you have made decision. Because if you decided to go straight, that 
construction zone would not have been even been in your radar and you wouldn't even care. It wouldn't have been within your scope. And so what I'm suggesting to you is that we all make decisions every single day, whether you decide to take the car or decide to drive or you decide to walk or you decide to run to, to work. You decide to get up at six or you decide to get up at six or five. We don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking about like, let's take an opportune time. Like I met my wife how old am I now? So I met my 21. wife. 21. Yeah, 18. So I met my wife 18 years ago, right? So <laughs> she was my soulmate. We met in the hospital. No, I did meet my wife 18 years ago. On my 21st birthday, um, I want 21st birthday. Or the day before my 21st birthday, I met my wife um, at a bar. Well, not technically. I, I met her just outside the bar because she was a friend of a friend. And I met her there and we had a great conversation. And, um, and then I invited her to my birthday party the next day. And so, which I had a whole bunch of friends coming to, to see me. So let's think, right? What if I decided not to go out that night? Or what if she decided not to go out that night? My life would be completely different, right? Or changed because of those paths. And so I want to say, you don't know what the future holds, right? You can only guess and hope for this is how the future is going to bring. And so your evolution, what stops most people making decision is because their fear of the future or fear of them making the wrong choice. And my well, suggestion is that, thinking, yeah. yes, you sh- I'm not saying make decisions just, you know, nilly willy. I'm just saying you should make decisions based on what's the, the, the information that's presented to you. But at the end of the day, don't look at it as a consequence. Whatever you make the choice on, just go, you know what, what are the lessons I learned from it? And move on from it rather than going, crap, I made a bad choice and I shouldn't have done that. You know, I, we don't know. And so what, but when I say evolution, let's go back to the original point. You said, you know, you know, some things that they're hard, it's just too hard for you. Oh, I disagree, you know, because of that. The reason why I'm disagreeing is because when we're talking about change, I mean, it could be simple of simply just going, eating lunch and going, hmm, should I have a sandwich or should I just not have grain today? I mean, that's a change. And yours, or let's take for month of May. We're in the month of May at the moment recording this, and you probably was heard hear this in June. But in the month of May, we started something. I decided to do something from the wellness guys. We decided to do called Mindful in May. We signed up for this thing called basically do a ten minute meditation every single day. Now I've never I never meditated before. I sort of tried, dabbled, you know, dabbled in it. But for thirty days, I had to do it. Now we're you know three quarters of the way in at the, the time of this recording. You know, to commit to something 10 minutes a single day, like it's, you would think it's easy, but honestly, like I leave, I do my meditation right before I go to bed. And, <laughs> so you know, you're tempted to not do it. <laughs> so it's so much temptation just to go, you know what? It's like, you know, you and I both know, like lately I've been working on this launch. So I've been, you know, busy and, out. you know, instead of being, having to go or just go, you know, into bed with, with my wife and just when everything's done, the day's done, you go to bed together. No, I got to go do this 10 minute meditation now. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, it's 11th, like literally I wrote this email. The day, I was, it was 1150. Right, I stayed up to midnight because I had to get this done. This email that I sent out at eleven fifty, I'm like, oh my god, I have ten more minutes left in this day, and I still got to do this meditation. Like those are the thoughts <laughs> of going. I could just easily just skip the damn thing, right? Uh, but no, I made a commitment, right? I made a commitment to myself and to everybody out there that I was going to do it for thirty one days straight, right? So now that is something small. Right, it's not hard. it's not a hard thing, but it is hard at the same time. But it's something small. It's not like dramatic. Go, go quit your job. Yeah. Right. It's like it's just something small. Now, what have I learned from this process? Well, a couple of things. One, I have learned that my mind talks all the time. 
<laughs> it's just constantly <laughs> talking, and it is very difficult. Not, to, not I don't try to control it because they say don't control your thoughts. Just let things happen. Just try to be still and empty. It's I barely stay empty like for more than more than ten seconds without another thought coming through. Like it's just it's random. So that's one thing. Number two is that I get very peaceful when that bell rings and almost going. I don't want to wake up from this. I yeah. want to stay here. And it's very, very interesting, um, you know. And so there's there's different lessons. So those evolutions start to, to to kind of come up. So that is a small thing that all of us can do that we can all evolve from. And so evolution doesn't have to be something magically big all the time. I mean, sure, we need some of those to kind of break through comfort zones. But it evolution also means that you're doing small changes. Like, for example, the evolution of starting a podcast, recording the very, very first episode of The Wellness Guys, the, the, the decision to do it and put a time and a date to actually start recording that was hard yeah you know what was what was harder almost not harder but that was hard but you got over it like once you've done it, it's done the commitment for the last th- almost three years now to do this every single week and then add champions mind podcast into it and my other podcast that i do every single week that's harder like mm-hmm. committing to it knowing that people were waiting for it and not missing one every single week. That's those are it's a small task, but it's a hard commitment to make. And that's what I mean by evolution. I, I think that's what to me it is. I'm not sure about you, Marcus. So do you think that um, just on that, do you think when you decided to do the wellness guys that you weren't sure how successful it was going to be, so you never really even thought about the 150th episode. Um, you really just thought about the first, I suppose, one, um, and then you just keep on doing it. And now that you've done 150, you think, geez, it's been a, a journey and more of a journey through time management than anything else. We, Is that what oh. you like? Because you just don't know what's, what's going to occur. That's part of the evolu- evolution process, isn't it? You just don't know what the future holds. But you just keep going one step at a time. That's right. And I think that's you, you, you know, that's exactly right. Like, well, the thing is, you have a vision. Sure, the vision is great. We all have visions, right? But what, you know, how many, how many you've actually done a vision and then you act on something that you didn't even come close to it? Like, mm. it didn't come close to it. I mean, I've started a lot of projects in my life that never came close to anything. And we'll talk about that. Well, that's called a cul-de-sac. We'll talk about that in a second, so remind me. But yep. just take the, the wellness guys. It started off with one podcast, and that's deciding to go, you know what? We should do. We should start spreading the word. We didn't know anything. We didn't know how to do it. Like, we didn't even know the first thing about podcasting. Like, this is going back two and a half years ago when podcasting wasn't even cool. Like, yeah. it was just starting, right? Now everybody's doing a podcast. Yeah. And that's fine. And And so now it's about, like, that when we started, it was like creating a movement. It was just creating a show. And then I had no idea what the wellness guys was going to become like the brand itself and the impact that we've been able to make. Like, I'll give you one example. I know we kind of did a shout out to Bridget Simpson. Um, I think a couple episodes ago, I just saw her the other day and she says, she, she yelled at me because I, 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 you know, I announced that her favorite podcast was Inside the Champion's Mind as well. But uh, hey, you know, <laughs> but she didn't want uh, Brett and Damien to, uh, to, to oh. feel bad. So Brett, Damien, if you're listening, then hey, you know, suck it up. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, so listen, let's, let's raise the fact that so I bring her story because she lists, she she came to us. Um, this is talking about impact, right? I didn't I didn't only met her maybe four months ago. Just yep. before I left practice, like two weeks before I left practice, she came to my office 
as a client. And she came in and she said, and she, when she wrote her form, she said, I heard of you because of the wellness guys. I'm like, that's pretty cool. I still get a kick out of that when, you know, when I, when yeah. I, when I was, when I was practicing, when someone comes in for the wellness guys and I said, Oh, that's great. So you listen to the show and she goes, I just love the show, blah, blah, blah. And she talks about it. And then, so the story goes though, right? And then she goes under care and it's been absolutely amazing for her. Like her trans, her life has been transformed, right? And since I can't talk about testimonials, I can't legally um, mm-hmm. because APRA doesn't allow me to in the government, blah, blah, blah. She 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 goes on and sees my associate chiropractor who because I don't no, no longer work there so she's continued to see it and I just found out right last week and that's how I saw her she decided uh, she was a massage therapist and so now she has decided there was a job opportunity with another chiropractor right oh nice right and now she is a chiropractic assistant. And now let's think about this, right? So a show, this is just one person, a show that was started like two and a half years ago or three years ago when we first started, had a vision of three guys just sitting around in a room chatting, now has evolved and impacted on just one, this one person who now came into care and obviously got massive benefit from that. But not only that inspired her to kind of go take on a job, now she's actually going and inspiring other people. That's the best. Like, that's what that's I mean by the ripple effect, right? Yeah. That's what yeah. I mean by ripple effect. Now, let's take another example. Last year, we had the Wellness Summit, right? Did I imagine there was going to be 600 people sold out? Like, we probably could have got more people, but obviously sold out 600 people in a room in Melbourne for a Wellness Summit? God, no. There's no way I had that vision that we were able to draw that many people to a one-day, full-on, 10 hours, whatever, summit for for that many people. And and that's the thing is that we got to think about you don't know what the impact is, but that's the point. You don't know, but that's okay. It's about you evolving. So just don't worry so much about the big picture. Just worry about you. And this go back to the quote. I've, I've used this many times. What Martin Luther King says, don't worry about the staircase. Just look at the next step. Yeah. You know, and it's about that next step. What? It, how can you elevate yourself to the next level? Don't worry about how it's going to impact others. Just worry about how it impacts you. Don't worry about the world. Worry about yourself first. And if we just, I mean, can you imagine if everyone in this world just said, you know what, tomorrow is going to be a better day than today, right? And everybody does that for 365 days a year, right? 1% better, just 1%. I'm not even asking for oh, 10%. I'm talking 1% growth each day. That's an exponential growth 365 times a year, right? And everybody does that. How much better would this world be? Yeah. Right? Even if you're just half of those people. Okay, forget about that. Let's just take 10% of those people. This world will be in a better place. Think about all the charities, all the things that are being done around the world right now. They're started by people who decided that they want to become better. And opportunities, like you talked about, I think, missing opportunities. Yeah. You're missing opportunities right now. All of you. Everybody listening on this podcast right now is missing opportunity because you're sitting there listening to us. You and I too, I'll take You and I, exactly. There's opportunities right now that we're not grabbing. But that's okay. Opportunities are always around us. It's always there, but you got to be ready for it. And so about creating opportunities rather than waiting for opportunities to come, so you just got to create them. And so my suggestion for everybody is to just step up and just be better and become the best champion you can be each and every single day. And sure, are we going to have bad days? You and I have bad days, don't we, Marcus? Of course, I'll take Yeah. And so now it's about how do we step up and continue moving forward and make a bigger impact. LT, mm-hmm. can I just say one thing before I ask you um, to mention the cul-de-sac? Mm-hmm. Um, if you are scared to evolve, do exactly what LT was saying, and that is don't worry about the very end stage, just worry about the very first step. 
because people listening here that have got big dreams, big goals, big ambitions, but they find it so overwhelming or so scary is often because we're making it just so big. And yeah. so we just have to remember, don't worry about the bigness. Just do that small incremental step. It'll just give you a self-esteem boost. It just gives you a boost to feel like you're making some progress. It's that good old progress, not perfection. Just the smallest, most incremental bite-sized step that feels achievable. Just go out and do that and you've already started the process. Now, you mentioned pull you up on cul-de-sac. Do you want to explain that? Well, cul-de-sac is um, a concept that I learned from Seth Godin. And Seth Godin talks about, I can't remember what the book was called, um, and I wish I could remember it. And anyways, it, he talks about this cul-de-sac, and then which means that when we start a project or when we embark on a project or you know um, a task, there's certain projects that you he his thing is that it's not necessarily always about pushing through to get each and every single project done. And I thought that's interesting because just because you started a project doesn't mean you should finish it. Yeah, nice. All right, it's it's a cool concept, right? Which means that there are certain streets that are just cul-de-sacs. I don't know if you have cul-de-sacs. Do you guys called the dip? The dip, the dip. Yeah, perfect. There's Thanks a point. The Thank you very much. And the the whole point is that we all have dips in every time you go do a project, right? You and I both know that for sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? When we embark on something, we all know that at the beginning, it's like awesome. Like you got so much energy and power. It's like everything ramps up. And then there's a point, right? In any project that we do, there's going to be a part when going freaking hard work. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Now, the decision needs to be made at that point at the dip is, is it because you just don't want to do the work or you just finding it too tough and you're just not pushing through it? Or is it that this is going to be a dead end? Is this project going to be a cul-de-sac, right? Do you guys call them cul-de-sacs in Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So it's the end. It's like a dead end street, which means like there is nowhere else to go. And you know, you're just working hard, chugging away, chugging away, chugging away, wasting months, days, years of your life, chugging away at something that you know is never going to happen. Yeah. So the decision needs to be made going, is it right for me? Is it just because I'm lazy or because I'm, I just don't have the right team, the resources, the right people to push me through the next level? Or is it because that it is a dead end? And you need to make that decision because when we don't make that decision, we're going to waste time and we're going to waste energy. And you're going to waste opportunities because you're focusing on that thing where other opportunities could have come up. And I think the best way to know, I know we're about to finish up here, but I think the best way to know is to look at the end result and say, well, does getting through this bit of toughness get me closer to the end result? Mm-hmm. And if you can't, if, you, if, if this is the only way down the path, then you've got to do it if you really still want that end result. But if there's not, if you know you can actually do that left turn that you said LT, even if it means you get stuck at a stuck at um, Roadworks, then it still might be the best thing to do. So that sounds like a great book. I think I need to read that. Yeah, I think it's a great book. It's a short book. It's a very small book. and um, 76 pages according to our friends at Wikipedia. Yeah, it's a very, very short book and uh, but very, very powerful. The concept itself is amazing. And, you know, let's face the fact that we all have to make choices in our lives. We all have to make decisions every single day, whether you make it consciously or unconsciously. And I think it's best to kind of focus on the things that we can do and um, be okay with whatever decision you made. You know, don't, you know, don't live, like, there's no point living in regret. It's more like, you know what? Okay, made that choice, you know, might have been a bad choice that, you know, move on from it rather than holding on to it. I don't know a lot of people hold on to things and, uh, and continue to, to live in regret. You know, for me, I'm just a type of person to kind of let go as much as I can. I mean, do I hold on to things as well? Yeah, of course I do. But, you know, my, my, my job is to try to move forward 
be forward focused rather than looking in the rear view mirror all the time and looking at all the mistakes that I've learned in the past. And uh, I'd rather learn from them, but I don't want to have to look in my rear view mirror all the time. I've loved your wisdom as always, LT. Well, it's been it's been great, and I think the you know the key points just to summarize, um, really, it's about focusing on just doing evolution of something, evolving yourself, because you evolving is really going to help other people evolve as well. And um, you know, going back to the example of the wellness guys, tell you the truth, wellness guys concept was not the first concept that we had. It was probably about the third or fourth iteration of a, of another project that we were thinking of. Yeah, that's a story for another day. Yeah. So just realize that you never know until you pursue. Yeah. I mean, Brett and I was working on something completely different. And don't right? tell the whole story now. Don't tell the whole story now. <laughs> you have to wait for the next episode. That's a 60 minute story, that one. <laughs> Um, but I think that's where we go. So let's, you know, let's uh, break. I think that that should be a good ending to this particular podcast and just go on involved. But, you know, is there any news coming up, Marcus, that we want to announce? Uh, anything that's going on in our lives that uh, be interesting? Well, the, the big one that we that we mentioned briefly earlier is I just want to see as many people uh, that listen to Inside the Champion's Mind that they just want to say that this is their number one on the couch. That's wonderful. I'd love to see them at uh, the summit in August, uh, August 16 and 17. Go to thewellnesssummit.com. We would just love love to have as many inside the champion's mind people there as we can yeah that's right and then it's a wave a green flag <laughs> <laughs> let's get flags going green <laughs> pink for the upper chatters yeah. um, blue for one hundred and out we got yeah. green don't we Oh, oh, yeah. See, this, the wellness guys will be green as well. So then, um, yeah, we're not sure how we're going to do that. But oh, anyways. It's light and dark. Hey, that's a great idea. <laughs> Damo and I, Brown for that paleo show. Careers Unplugged is a shade of green as well. Ah, oh, see, the, green, the greens will win. Green. <laughs> oh, the greens will win anyway. Yeah, yeah nice. Right. So, guys. Listen, uh, hold you join us on the Wellness Summit, and uh, it's only a couple months away, and uh, we'll love to see you there, and uh, love to kind of come, you know, have come over and say hi to us, and uh, we'll love to have a chat and uh, tell us what you've been thinking of the show. But more importantly, right now you can go to facebook.com slash inside champions mind, tell us what you think. Go to wellnesscouch.com and uh, subscribe there, and uh, make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes. More importantly, and give us a five star rating because that's what we would love, and also give us a, a comment there too as well, and uh, tell your friends about Inside Champions Mind. Don't keep this a secret. I know it's only every two weeks. And I know you want it to be every week, but right now, I think I think the only way to get this to once a week is that we have more listeners. That it's almost like a demand from the listeners. So that means you have to tell your friends. So that's the that's the only way we're going to commit to it. <laughs> so this has been Inside the Champions Mind, a show de- listener driven. That's right, listener driven. Inside the Champions Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome your in pursuit of being world class in anything that you do. This is Lawrence Tam and Mark Spears. See you on the next episode. Hi, it's Damien Christoph here. It's less than 100 days until the Wellness Summit and we are jumping out of our skins to be with you at Crown Melbourne on Saturday, August 16 and 17, 2014. If you want to take your summit experience to a whole new level, then I urge you to join us as a VIP. This year, we have two VIP levels, not just one, two. We have gold and platinum. Both include front row seats, DVD recordings of the event, goodies from our speakers, intimate VIP only time with the speakers and massive vouchers which can be used on future wellness couch events and products to take your summit experience to the next level go to www.thewellnesssummit.com but be quick vip spots are limited and they will sell out see you at the summit
This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.